0: Thanks for tuning in again to this Traveling While Black in Female series that I've been really enjoying providing uh, these stories for. And what's really unique about my Traveling While Black in Female Vienna story is that it was a solo experience. And because it was a solo experience, it kind of is, this is a way for me to really document and talk about what happened. You know, a lot of the times I travel, I'm with other folks and I have these shared memories with them. And having those shared memories with them kind of affords me the a way to like kind of regurgitate different things that may have happened that I may have otherwise forgotten about. And... It well one thing I'll just go right in. I I think that so I went right before COVID and typically you know when I go anywhere back to the solo component I can find anyone to travel with me. I have a a few a, a strong network of friends. I have a strong uh I have family that I'm really close to um a lot of times if I really want to go somewhere I'll just front my mom's bill and just have her come with me. Um, and this time I really couldn't find anyone and no one seemed interested enough to go to uh Vienna and Prague to see the Christmas markets. And that was what I wanted to do. And so because of that, I went by myself and it was something I've kind of always wanted to do. Um like I said, I always can find someone to travel with me, but I always, always wanted to just go by myself and march to the beat of my own drum. I'm an introvert, and so it, it just does not hurt to be alone in my own thoughts and alone in navigating the world. Um, so that's how I got started on that. And I'll say it was worth the experience. So this was like my last travel experience before COVID and I'm glad I went and I'm glad I went by myself because, you know, a girl can't sit around and wait because look, we took almost a year pause with our traveling plans, right? So right before COVID, so (laughs) I experienced crowds, this is December 2019, crowds and crowds of people at these markets. And so there's like all these little miniature stands with all these different ornaments and candy and food. And you just can stop and buy what you want. And I was treated respectfully, you know. No one thought I was stealing anything. You know, it was pretty respectful, you know, as a black woman by myself, you know, navigating in this place I've never been around people who no one looks like me. And, you know, and I'll say I can barely count any black faces. But what I can say is that, I, I, the the architecture, beautiful. The decor, beautiful. It's Christmas in Vienna and in Prague, is where I also went. And so it was like no other. You have this Gothic Renaissance era architecture. You know what I mean? It's just like all, it, it was a beautiful experience. All these castles and all these awesome and, and, and nice looking people. And I was just happy to be there. But The one experience that really stood out as a, you know, for me, being a black woman, um, it really came up um, (laughs) at an interesting time and in an unexpected space. So on my final night out on the town, I make my way back to my hotel, probably to change clothes and get back into the groove of things. I walking and I mind you, all the streets are marked with graffiti. A lot of them in the urban area near where my hip hotel is. Um, if you check out my blog, I have a video tour of the hotel, the Chantillyn Hotel, and. One thing I noticed is this particular set of graffiti caught my eye. Now, I'm tens of thousands of miles away in another country and I see a quote that really, you know, is it it really uh, is familiar. It says, fuck the police. I suddenly started thinking, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are we doing this here too? Is this a problem here? And it was like such a sobering moment because I realized that perhaps I'd been a little too comfortable in this cutesy little classy place and thinking that, oh, I'm safe here kind of just like almost in a privileged state thinking that I had somehow escaped the realities of what it is to be criminalized and, uh, to be, uh, thought of as, uh, someone who needs to be controlled. And I then reminded myself that, Hey, there's, uh, a black folk some everywhere, you know what I mean? There's a group that is, um, inferior, you know, And so me walking around, I may not be targeted. I'm a clear tourist, you know, open my mouth. I'm an American tourist. And maybe that holds a level of prestige here as it does in other places I've traveled. And with that in mind, um, I'm not that person. But it was sobering and um, it allowed me to see that I had, you know, I had these superficial kind of reservations about being black in Europe, where maybe it was like you're being judged or looked at or whatever. And that in reality, you know, maybe I was in a space where I could be criminalized or I could be looked at as an other, you know, and in an other in a way that could be quote unquote, not safe, you know? Um, and it just, I had the question, like this question is, so what group of Austrian folks have been so sick and tired of of the people that are assigned to protect and serve them to just say, fuck them, you know? And I, it's funny because, well, not really, but during the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, you know, so about six months after my, Visit to Vienna, I saw that there was a lot of issues with between the protesters and police and how their handling of them during, um, I guess, some lockdown protests and uh, or whatever protests that they were doing at the time. Um, and I remember that little. Uh, graffiti on the wall and it said to me that you know what we're more alike than different in these different countries across the world. Travel allows you to escape from your reality. But how soon do moments like this sober you from your your folly? Check back in for some more of my travel experiences, particularly my Traveling While Black series, as I chat with you about some of the experiences I've had as a Black woman traveling uh, throughout the world.